Lane Grindle joining us, though, on Brewers 360, which is sponsored by Century Foods. i got to ask, Lane, uh, so it's been a couple of games now at American Family Field. What are your impressions with the, the crowd being the size that it is? Are you noticing anything? What are some of your observations? Well, uh, when when big moments happen, um, that that crowd feels like it multiplies because it still gets really loud, and you can feel the energy. Um, it, it's it's very noticeable for us as broadcasters. I always talk about the the soundtrack that's under our voice, and to have that back, it it has just mm. made our job so much more fun. And you can only imagine what's going to happen now. That way, you have some tailgating returning on Monday to lamp it up a little bit more. Every little step like this just makes it feel that much more normal and makes it more fun and easier to do our jobs, to be honest with you. So we welcome all of it. I can't wait to see the fans and and, and the smells in the parking lot, to have those back when you're walking in to American Family Field. That's going to be very welcomed. Yeah, the smell of charcoal in the air is going to be a good sign and a return to normalcy for sure. Lane Grindle with us here on Brewers 360 WTMJ. So, Lane, let's talk about the pitching. Uh, through seven games, it's been really good. It's been borderline dominant in a lot of areas, but the, the hitting is lagging behind. Are you more encouraged by the pitching or discouraged by the lack of offense at this point? I'm definitely uh, encouraged by the pitching. Um, The offense is definitely something to keep an eye on. There's no question about that. Last year was a tough year offensively, and and this year has not been the start offensively that, that the Brewers were hoping for. But I think over 162, when you look at this lineup, when you look at the guys in it, um, you you can rest assured that they're going to be better than this. Um, once they settle in, they're going to have hot streaks where they're going to hit really well. And I think that part will even out a little bit over the course of the season. I'm not saying they're going to have the best offense in the National League, but I think they're they're going to end up with a much improved offense from where they were a season ago the pitching is the thing that as long as you stay healthy that's going to be a pretty consistent deal I'm not sure you're going to get you know six innings of no walks and one hit uh, every single time out but I think you're going to get fairly dominant pitching from these arms people are starting to figure out who Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns are now Uh, if they didn't before they know now. I was talking about it on the broadcast yesterday that Corbin Burns is still a little bit of an unknown around the league. I remember last year playing the Royals, and Ryan Lefevre, one of the Royals broadcasters, texted me during a Corbin Burns start, and he said, who is this guy? He's unbelievably filthy. Uh, (laughs) People are starting to learn that Corbin has some of the best stuff in the game, and he's establishing himself right now as one of the dominant pitchers in baseball. I think it's going to be fun to watch this over the course of the year. Dominant bullpen, Really good rotation, and we focus so much on Woody and Burns, and rightfully so. But what Freddie Peralta did shouldn't go unnoticed. And if Adrian Hauser can back up his first start and kind of get back to the 2019 version of himself, that's a really formidable rotation, one of the best in the National League at that point. Yeah, with Woody, Burns, Hayter, and Williams, it's possible. They have four guys earning Cy Young votes at the end of the year, but obviously still still pretty early on here. Last thing for you, Lane, how do you get hit by a pitch that's a strike? <laughs> oh, you know, that, that that one, there's so many things about what happened there that are frustrating. Number one, um, you know, Conforto's trying to win, I get it, but to, to throw your elbow out over the strike zone and over the plate and, and wear one's probably not the way we prefer 
we play this game right. Um, but at the same time, Ron Culpa immediately calls it a strike and then reverses and awards him first. They get together and talk, the umpires do, then they review it, and they still get it wrong. I think that's the bigger issue is how do you how do you go to review, how do you talk about it, and somebody not say, hey, wait, we got this one wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's over the plate and you lean out over it, that's a strike. And um, it's you know in college baseball, they they call guys back to the batter's box all the time if they feel right. like they didn't even get out of the way. I think they go a little too far sometimes in college baseball with it, but on this one, the right call is definitely that that's strike three. Yeah, you don't have to just end the game; just figure it out. There's if everyone watching it at home can figure it out, they should be able to on the field. Absolutely. Lane Grindle, our Brewers play-by-play man for Brewers 360. Thanks, bud. You bet. Thanks, guys.